Back for another week. Uh, we had a little bit of a pause last week. Uh, Jake and I both had exceptional workloads to fight through and didn't quite get the chance. And we figured in the off season, what's the difference anyway? <laughs> we, we missed a bit of USA drama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the select, team select team beat the... It was a 10-minute scrimmage. I'm not worried. Not going to read too much into that. The more interesting point Chas was... Chas and Randall was on the team. Oh, very good. The, the blue versus white exhibition game of yeah. the Team USA team. Kemba and Tatum showed out. Looking good. I'll tell you what. This USA stuff for those Celtic boys I is the it. best thing in the so world good. going into the mm. season. I was listening to... Um, They're having a full preseason yeah. together before yeah. the preseason. Kemba's like the outright leader and everyone just likes him. It's great. Yeah, well, he's a likeable guy. He's got a great smile. Anywho, you're tuned into Back to the Park. <laughs> My name is Josh DiMatteo here with Jake Eisenberg. Um, we were just saying before we entered the show that Matt Beatty is still not with us. Mm-hmm. He's well, he's with us. He he's, <laughs> he's just in Europe, <laughs> not here. Yeah. Um, if you're listening in Europe, have a look out for him. Say hey if you if you see him mm. somewhere. I hear he's in Czech Republic or something yeah. like that. So yeah, look yeah, around yeah. there. He had some issues getting his bow through customs because <clears throat> he's a bow hunter. Wait, he didn't bring his permit? No, apparently forgot it. Course, I know. Of course. Anyway, who, who brings a bow without a? Anyway, <laughs> Matt Beatty. That's yeah, we'll, who. We'll get we'll get stuck. In. <laughs> uh, in quite sad news, actually, yeah. this is very depressing. Yeah, we we were kind of starved for a bit of news, and then we got the wrong type of news today. Yeah, uh, Demarcus Cousins in what looked from a rec league video mm. pickup game that got released this morning has torn his ACL. Mm-hmm. Not. A few months after coming back from a torn quad, not a year after coming back from a torn Achilles, he's torn his ACL. I mean, now he's suffered the worst basketball injury you can. He's got the, the trifecta, man. Yeah, this is, I mean, those are three pretty important bits of the body, right? For a seven-foot yeah. basketballer, absolutely. Um, pretty devastating as he'd lost so much weight and had clearly been gunning all mm. preseason for a really strong year. I mean, he, yeah. And it's taken from him. Um, he put the body on the line to come back pro- probably a little bit too early in the finals to give them to give them anything he could. Yeah. And, and he like was, thinking back, yeah. what even was he to do? He he didn't but, have a choice. But he was integral in that in the game two win that the that the Warriors were able to take from the Raptors. And you could tell that he obviously wasn't fully back physically, but you could still see how incredibly skilled. And yeah. impactful he can be. It's so sad because I mean, I don't know where you go from here. He's still he's still young enough. He's where still young. He could come back, but I mean, it's just devastating. As right before his first, but right before that Achilles injury went down, he was months away from signing a huge supermax, as large as it gets contract with some team. Yeah, missed out on it. Missed out on his ring with the Warriors signed another low ball deal with the Lakers, gets injured again, and it's likely now he may never get that payday or that ring. And it's just for a guy with all that talent who clearly tried so hard to make it work, it doesn't look like it's going to work. Yeah. I, he was literally months away from a $100 million plus dollar contract. Yeah. Just basically, yeah, that was, that's the contract, is the, the, the third one after you're off your rookie extension... I mean, it was all it all was working together. The twin towers in New yeah. Orleans with Anthony Davis. He was showing he could help a winning team. Yeah, yeah. 
it's just yeah, I mean, there were very moments, sad. moments with the Warriors when he first came back. You're like, Whoa. man, a healthy boogie <laughs> with these guys is just in, is terrifying. And then, but I think the contract of the three point five million dollars for this upcoming season, you could, you already know what the rest of the NBA thinks of where Boogie at is at and his likelihood of returning to that level. Now you add the ACL tear on top of that. I mean, and I mean, you never know. I mean, like Bookie was never an above the rim player. ACL yeah. injuries are increasingly easier to come back from with yep. new advances in science. Maybe it won't make all that much of a difference to what he would have been this season anyway. But can't help but feel for the guy. I mean, yeah, that's. What's yeah. the Lakers do from here? I mean, you could almost, from a Lakers perspective, you could almost argue it's a good thing. I was under, I kind of felt that he did was not a good fit. <clears throat> with that team because if he's there you're almost pressured to have Boogie at the 5 and then AD at the 4 because really that best lineup is going to be AD at the 5 I don't know why he's obsessed with not playing center when he's literally the perfect 2019 5 man but there's a lot of things that Anthony Davis has done that frustrates me yeah. <laughs> None, yeah, nonetheless playing the a position that's not as where he should be anyway but now he's out of the picture they can now use that last roster spot on more shooting and wing defense like yeah watch ha- him flip this into a Jody Meeks or something like that but yeah they, I mean the Lakers that I mean my, my opinion on the rest of that roster has been well noted I think it's pretty terrible do you um, think they may even hang on to his deal wait and see how his rehab goes and oh. then bring him back I mean he, no way he's not going to come back from this in the same year you don't think I mean, from his, I mean, from his perspective, though, I mean... It would be, like, right before the playoffs, he, I guess. He just did it last year, and he ended up tearing his quad from... And then he came back a little bit early, he tore his Achilles. If I'm him, man, I'm spending two years in a hyperbaric time chamber. <laughs> just trying to heal myself. Come back know. Super Saiyan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's his only option at this yeah. point. Yeah, well, Fuck. prayers yeah. for DeMarcus man, Cousins. that sucks. Yeah, that, really that sucks. does suck. But moving on, <clears throat> this week we thought... Why don't we try something different, something a little more evergreen where we're not talking about the current what's happening, but more taking a step back and looking at the overall scheme of things. And we've been kind of itching for a while to do a player comparison series. A little bit more philosophical. A little bit more philosophical. So we thought, how could we possibly do this? We wanted to pit the best of history's greatest players against the best of the present's greatest players and try and compare who'd who'd stack up on top who's more mm-hmm. valuable like it's hard to compare eras but we think we might have found a system to <laughs> assist uh preface if our scoring system does not work we will tell you at the end of yeah, this so and we, we will make sure it never happens again yeah we've put together a criteria we've got um how many here six or seven categories and We'll score them according to who wins each one. But if the wrong person has won at the end, as you've just said, we will be throwing it out because yeah. analytics can be absolutely useless yeah, sometimes. It's, it's, it's a weird system of scoring which we've concocted ourselves yeah. wherein of the seven categories. Yeah. Do you want to run through them? Yeah, exactly. It's uh, scoring and defense. Yep. Historical impact and significance. Yep. Durability, hardware, intangibles, and swag. Yep. So that is seven categories and each category will be kind of scored similarly to a mixed martial arts round but at the Mm. same time not quite basically the two (laughs) players for each category scoring will get pitted up once against one another 
the winner of the category gets a 10 every time winner gets a 10 and the loser of the category gets a score dependent on how dominant the winner was in this category so for example if we pit michael jordan against shane battier in scoring michael jordan would get a 10 and shane battier gets a two or a three or something like that and then we add up all the scores and we have our final winner Mm-hmm. If this doesn't work, we will tell you. <laughs> <laughs> it will be obvious. Um, uh, why don't we get stuck straight in? The players we thought to compare this week are two that we have been kind of subconsciously pitting up against once another for the past few months anyway. Mm-hmm. We thought, why not jump straight in with these two? Scotty Pippen and Kawhi Leonard. Mm-hmm. NBA champion Kawhi Leonard of two NBA titles. And the six-time NBA championship and maybe sidekick. Oh, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll talk see. about we'll this. We'll talk about this. Of Michael Jordan. Um, two similar wing players. Both like, fearsome defensively, yeah. similarly sized, similar game style. Who's better? Yeah. Why so, don't we run through the categories? Where, so, where would you like to start? Well, I, th- I think we should do a little bit of a, just an overall... Scotty in an overall Kawhi picture, okay. and then we'll go. We'll run through the categories. So, Good idea. Scotty was kind of your your territory because you're a, you're <coughs> the resident Bulls fan. So yes. fifth overall pick, he's tied to the greatest run in NBA history, yes. kind of post the the '60s Bill Russell era. Yeah, or the Showtime Lakers, yeah. you could even say. Yeah. Even before, I mean, he, he they, this run was better than the Lakers and the Celtics back then. Yeah, well. Bill Russell had a pretty good run. Well, but yeah, I, I, we, I kind of we'll separate them, Russell. you know, because like in the 60s, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, all that kind I'm of stuff. I'm with you. Anyway, I'm with you. Only eight teams. But um, interestingly, Scottie Pippen wasn't even drafted by the Bulls. He was drafted by the Supersonics and got traded for an absolute nobody. Mm. Um, ended up on the Bulls where a young Michael Jordan was like, this kid's good. That's good. <laughs> I'm going to so, take him under my mm. wing. I'm going to make him as good as anyone but me in the league <laughs> pretty much yeah I mean that's one of the first mistakes the Supersonics made right yep don't, don't get rid of <laughs> don't, don't, don't get, get rid of Scotty Pippen, Pippen. <laughs> that, was, that was a mistake um, I guess the biggest question is going to be obviously Scotty Pippen is an absolute legend but how do we separate what he did with Michael Jordan and how he fits in historically standalone yes because so, yeah I mean obviously when you're playing with someone like Michael Jordan, you're, you're, all the defense is gravitating towards Michael Jordan. MJ, a uh, M- uh, defensive player of the year uh, himself, often covering the other team's best player. Thankfully, kind of, yes. we have <laughs> help in this regard because Michael Jordan thought he'd take two years to go and play baseball for mm-hmm. a bit. So we did get two peak Pippin years without Jordan. Exactly right. And that will be the basis of a lot of my discussion <laughs> in this. Yeah, so Although, he, not to discount his Jordan years either. I mean, those his progression as a player can't be explained without the context of the with Jordan, without, and after Jordan comes back eras. And I guess he kind of gets remembered as... Jordan's sidekick more than a player in of himself. Mm-hmm. Like you never hear someone talk about Scotty Pippen in his own right. No. It's always Scotty and Michael. Scotty and Mike. Whereas Kawhi has the benefit of it's Kawhi, and it absolutely mm. definitely is Kawhi because he's the man, and we've seen that, and he yep. can do anything. Yep. But who's better? So I mean, let's talk about that little hiatus 
Yeah. I think that's important. That that conf- So Michael Jordan goes to play baseball. Great. This is Scotty's time now to prove that yeah. he, can, he can be the guy. So I guess it could be what summarized in role. 95, 96 was those years? Uh 93, 94, and 94, yeah. 95. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, so, Scotty got drafted, sent to the Bulls, went under Michael's wing, and famously improved almost, not I won't say solely, but improved most significantly through these famed, intense one-on-one games with Michael. Oh they would gosh. just play one-on-one half-court in the in the gym for hours and hours and hours day after day after day how do you not get better <laughs> how do you not get better defending the best of in history and trying to score against the best in history every single day one on one two of the best trash talkers in, of yep. all time to gen- I can't even imagine the amount of money that was being thrown around <laughs> on each game yeah, it's yeah, like f- yeah. 5k I'm, t- <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm you're, not, you're not scoring a point in this game yeah, we're go. playing horse you're playing, I'm yeah. going on top of there man I, I cannot even imagine the, the, the cash and the shit talk being thrown around after practice every single day and 100% their, their trash talk yeah. improved just through this exactly but yeah this, this obviously shot his development through the ceiling yeah. like he came into the league not being a shooter whatsoever being a slasher and a competitive defender does that sound familiar um, it sounds a little bit familiar you're right anyway through their one-on-one games his scoring game developed massively as well as his playmaking because obviously you're not going to be the number one scorer if jordan's on the team you got to chip in somehow else mm-hmm. those first three titles that they won he was he was definitely the sidekick I, that and that is where this all came from. Those three, he was a hundred percent playing Chris Middleton's role. He was being the guy that did all the shit that Michael needed to pick up the team and win those titles, and he did it, and they won it. Yep. And I don't think he should be discounted for that. I don't think he should be either. But he is. Then is he? Well, maybe in this context of, yeah. of pitting him against another player. Anyway. Like you wouldn't call those three rings as impressive as say. I was going to say Dwayne Wade's three rings, but he was a bit of a sidekick for some of them too. But like, I think the the way that he played the number two role is yeah, so and, important. And I, that that I I agree with you here. I don't think a player should be judged necessarily on how dominant he is against everyone because that might not be his role. Great, super. Like, look at this, just this season and my beloved Boston Celtics. Not a single person on this team was happy with their role, knew what their role was. If you have a guy that's Knows his role knows his and role. does it to the best of his ability. Danny Green. Danny Green. Raptors weren't winning that finals well, without Danny Green. He said D Wade like that. That needed to happen where he was like sidekick ish. Yeah. You know, Shaq and Kobe. I mean, they. I they the, well, that's why they're split that's up. That's why they split up, right? I mean, but they were just so good and so dominant at the same time that they were able to get it done. But look, you look at the Spurs and what Kawhi did. Everyone, Tim Duncan, Manu. Those three are just the epitome of three dudes that do three different things to their absolute... Manu in particular, his role changed year in, year out. You're six man this year. You're our top scorer next year. You're this, you're that. And no matter what role he was given, went for it 100% and they won titles. Mm -hmm. Jordan's not winning those three titles if Scotty doesn't play his role. We'll never know. Kawhi wins that first title because he played his role. You're yeah. the LeBron stopper. Yeah. That's a tough role, but he played it mm-hmm. and he, they won. Yeah. This time his role was different. You're not necessarily the stopper. 
you got to do everything. And he did everything, and they won. But then Jordan went and played baseball. Which was interesting. Well, I mean, he had had a reason, and good on him. I'm sure it took a big weight off his shoulders, all that jazz. But it did leave Scotty and the rest of the team to fend for themselves. Um, The first season after Michael left was very surprising. And this, this is definitely the one I want to focus on because Scotty had his averages jump up in every single category. His rebounding was high. His play, actually, his playmaking was slightly lower, but that's because he had to take up a much bigger role in yeah. scoring, which he lifted to. And not only did he score more, he scored more efficiently. His three-point percentage shot up. Yeah. How many threes he shot up. He was going like one a game prior to that. Yeah, jumped he, straight up to like four or five. Yeah, he, jumped, he jumped from one a game to three a game and his percentage jumped from 23 to 32%. Like in that, in that and era. in that era, that is nuts. Exactly. Um, and we mustn't forget, we have to take into account each era because it's not the same. The game has changed. No. So him shooting three, three and a half threes a game back then was like, this guy's a... Of sniper. The fact that he was able to get to 36 plus percent on five threes a game to me just shows that if he was in a different era, he would have been. Oh, yeah. Would, if would, he would, played today. Would have been a minimum league average shooter. Yeah, yeah. So you can just throw out whatever shooting issues you think um, you want to argue against for, for Scottie Pippen. But so his scoring went up, scoring his efficiency went up. went up, his rebounding went up. And the one that is Im- most impressive to me was his defensive rating improved without Michael Jordan. How crazy is that? Insane. Dude, I mean, he's one of the best defenders of all time. He picked up the harder assignments and did better on them. Unreal. I think his defensive rating was like a 91 or a 93 or just something stupid. Absurd. Absurd, which you'd never see in a million (laughs) years nowadays. Um, He led this team... This is the key right here. He led this team to two fewer wins than Michael Jordan did the year before. That is pretty good. Mm-hmm. And it, I'm fascinated to think how this would have continued if he was left in that role for another five years, mm-hmm. say. what? How would he have grown? How would he have led this team? Because they, they didn't really drop off and they were a title-winning team. Well, the thing, this is where it's interesting, though, is conference finals. Yes. This is where, like, how did where's the drop-off? Where's Michael? Well, How's that all the, Yeah, this, this, is, this is the fact. This is what happens when you don't have Michael Jordan. New York Knicks Conference Finals. Yes, in one of the most famous uh, Chicago Bulls playoff series that I know of. Conference Finals, Knicks versus Bulls. And the Bulls were playing pretty good. They weren't doing badly. But in the first game, I want to say, it was really tight in the fourth quarter and the Knicks were winning just, I think it was two, two, a point or two points. And Phil Jackson's drawing up a play and he gives the final shot of the game, the game winner, to Tony Kukoc of all people, a newbie. And Scottie Pippen's got all this pressure on his shoulders because Michael Jordan's gone, I've got to carry this team, I've got to win this series or I'm a failure. And Phil Jackson gives the shot to someone else. Scotty does not react to this in the moment well and refuses to go on the court. Um, thankfully, Tony Kukoc did hit the shot and they won the game. The was wet, man. Uh, the whole team just didn't really know what happened. A bunch. Of Steve Kerr famously said, I don't know what happened. That's so not Scotty. He's the most team player we have. Pressure must have got to him. Yeah. He cracked. I mean, 
but exactly what you said though. MJ's gone. You're the one that's carried the team all season long. You got to the conference yeah, finals. Yeah, if you lose here, it's your fault. Yeah. And you're not the one that's taking the gonna shot. That's the narrative. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be, oh, yeah, Scotty wasn't able to do it without Mike. So. Um, he did want to make it up to his teammates, though. So he came back in the next couple of games on a fucking tear. Yeah. Um, defended his ass off. Tried his absolute darndest. But in the end, Patrick Ewing did get it over him. And he did win the series. I think the final game... Scotty finished with 20-something points and 16 boards, yeah. and the Bulls lost. Yeah. And they lost, and that was it. They were bounced. Um, the next season, Horace Grant kind of was sick of it all. He saw the Magic were up and coming, so he f- bounced off to the Magic. Scotty was kind of left on his own. Scotty demanded a trade. Thankfully, they didn't give it to him, because shortly after, Michael Jordan announced that he would c- be coming back late in the season. So Scotty was stuck in this limbo role that season where for the first three quarters, he had to be the guy and he had to fight and he had to push. But then Michael just came back and on the drop of a hat, he had to change back to his old role, the yeah. big guy. And there was a little bit of a, I won't say, uh, well, it's not growing pains because he didn't grow. I guess there was shrinking pains mm. and it didn't work out perfectly. They did get bounced in the playoffs by the Pistons, I want to say. It Could been, be wrong. Yeah. But, Pistons, um, Knicks, Celtics, one of those. Yeah. Scotty famously, the two chances he had to go without Mike fell to the Knicks, where he would have faced the Rockets in the finals. Who knows how that would have gone. He mm-hmm. would have had to come up against Hakeem Olajuwon and the like, which he was no slouch either. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> yeah. we'll have him in a Embiid comparison oh. one day, which would oh, be yeah. sick. I just yeah. thought of that on the spot. Well, we might have to do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's too, too early for Embiid probably. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was his legacy. Then Michael came back and, as we all know, won the next three titles with yep. a full preseason and went back to his old role. But Scotty was not the B guy for those three, those next three. Absolutely not. Michael was definitely the A man, the scorer, all that kind of jazz. But the extra stuff, the intangibles, the defense, the playmaking. He was getting like six or seven assists a game. He was playing point guard from the wing back before that was a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, he he definitely, in my eyes, he wasn't scoring option A, but he was at least A or option 1B for like uh, leading the team, I would say. Because he did lead them in Michael's absence. He did. He did. I mean, he... But, but he didn't win. He didn't win. And he then Michael win. comes back and then you win three in a row again. So and I this guess... is the problem because Kawhi did win on his own. Yes. Well, so let's switch over now. So I think we can both agree Scottie Pippen's an absolute legend. Awesome career. And that, that that was only till the end of his Bulls run. Then he went and had a bit of a successful few years at the Rockets mm. with Hakeem Olajuwon and Charles Barkley. Um, he was advancing in age a little bit, so he wasn't so much of a scorer. But defensively and playmaking, he was still the man. Went to the Trailblazers, gave them a couple of years. He had a good career. But Kawhi... Kawhi Leonard. The book is not fully written no. yet on Kawhi Leonard. In fact, Leonard. we could be approaching his most important chapter yes, of all of exactly them. exactly right. I think where he is now, he's very he's significant because right now he's the King Slayer, right? He slayed LeBron James and Miami Heat. The Heatles. In 2014. Yeah, he did what was thought to be next to impossible. I mean, that was the team that was not one, not two, yeah, yeah, yeah. not three. That When that team got assembled, you know... Everyone's... And it wasn't the first season like the Mavericks where the Heat needed oh. to still figure each other out a little bit. This was like... 
they were mm-hmm. on a roll. I they mean, just won the league. I mean, they just they just copped one of the worst losses of all time in the finals of the year before, thanks to um, Ray one Allen. of the weirdest coaching decisions of Popovich's career to take out Tim Duncan for the last play, which led to Chris Bosh grabbing an offensive rebound and kicking to Ray Allen for one of the most iconic shots <laughs> in NBA Finals history. <laughs> yeah. And then they go back go out and win Game 7. Yeah. They come back the next year, and Kawhi is... Le- legitimately the LeBron stopper. It's never been done. No one's ever stopped LeBron like this before. Except for that 2011 He stopped himself. Yeah, uh, exactly. Up until that point, LeBron had only ever mm. stopped himself. But this is the first time another person Look, decided yeah. you're not going to win. LeBron had been fully unlocked in that 2013 season when they went on that 20-plus win streak. Yeah, was shooting like win streak. 60% from the field. He was, he was absurd. Yeah. And then Kawhi Didn't have a turnover in. Yeah. in 30 games or something. So, just ridiculous. The king. Like, yeah. That's why if we get to the LeBron versus Michael Jordan uh, episode, that's going to be a wild one. Yeah. We'll have to have Beatty back for yeah, that. Yeah, we'll definitely have to have Beatty back for that. So there's a famous video. It's one of my favorite videos on all of YouTube. It's LeBron James shooting free throws in that in that 2014 finals, and he hears the substitution buzzer go. He looks to see who it is. It's Kawhi Leonard checking back in. He just turns back and goes, shit. Yeah. There's been, never been anyone that's made LeBron feel like that, probably in his whole life. Yeah, the yeah. The fact that Kawhi's able to come in that, stop LeBron, win the finals, win the finals MVP. He's never, like, straight out visibly mm. shown, not fear, but, like, a wish. Yeah, that, I was like, like sh- he, oh, shit. This dude's got me on lockdown, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's first one. That's first. That's the king slain. Led to his finals MVPs, first ring, at yep. a very young age, mind exactly you. Exactly right. So, Guys like that don't typically lead their team to a title against no. one of the most historic teams in history. Exactly. So, I mean, and that's just so that's the first that's the first chapter or the first notch on his on his belt. And then last in this most recent year, one of the craziest playoff runs and finals runs. Yeah, I'm I've not seen. I'm not a Raptors fan, but this is probably the coolest yeah. title winning run that yeah. I can remember. Of my generation, like of my lifetime as mem- remembering finals runs, like we had like LeBron's playoff run last year until he got knocked out by the Warriors was absurd. Just dropping 40 on back-to-back nights. Obviously the playoff runs from, from Michael Jordan, Dirk in 2011, Shaq in the early 2000s, same with Iverson in that year as well. But what Kawhi did this year as well, carrying the team through Philadelphia when... The whole year had been, oh, the bench mob, the whole team's playing really well. No one was showing up. No. No one was showing up. In that last game seven, Kawhi took 40-plus shots and hit the game winner to win to take game seven home. And Made Embiid cry. Made Embiid cry, an, an, an iconic shot. Yeah. Next round, going two down 2-0 against the Bucks. Overtime, like minutes away from going down 3-0 and not making it through, carries them through again, wins the series in six, wins four straight against the Bucks. Locks down Giannis. And it's like that. This is the thing that sounds impressive now, but in ten years or in twenty years, when we know what Giannis is going to do for the rest of his career, we're going to look back at that and be like, "Holy mother of God!" Kawhi was almost yeah. three nil down to that guy and yeah. claw- clawed it back. When it's all said and done, it's going to be like, "Well, he was the LeBron stopper at his peak." The, 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 the Giannis stopper just before his peak. I think Giannis is going to use what just happened in this oh, playoffs yeah. as fuel for the next for the next decade. few years. Oh, decade! Now, like he needed anymore, right? Yeah. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. And then he went to the finals and 
I guess, took out one the of the greatest other, dynasties yeah. we've ever seen. One of the greatest teams we've ever seen. A five straight finals run. Granted, they were injured, but Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Clay Thompson, KD was there for one game. They were injured, but he still had to do it. He still had to do it, and it was and it was off the back of Kawhi. Yes, they had Freddie Van Lee hit some of the most ridiculous shots I've ever seen in my life, but it was all off the back of Kawhi. He was doing everything on both ends and injured at the same time. Yeah, he was injured himself. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, for all the injuries we speak of the Warriors, they still had Steph Curry on the floor. They still, well, they didn't always have Clay Thompson on the floor, Almost. unfortunately. Oh. They still had Draymond. <clears throat> they still had that attitude that we can't be beaten. With our backs against the wall, there's nowhere else, no one else better in the world than us. But you know what? He proved there was. <laughs> Even with your backs against the wall, screw you guys. I'm yeah. taking this title, and that's that. And he took it. And he took it, like, and then he no. left. And <laughs> peace, he's out. <laughs> yeah, one year rental. I'll just win you guys the league, and then you can sort it out after yeah. that. Like, can't really complain, can you? Yeah, I mean, yeah. They, I mean, then they left in fine stead. But anyway, but this is the thing. I kinda, I'm kind of glad he left, so we just have that one year yeah. forever. That one magic <laughs> run in Canada. Yeah, the weirdest season in the yeah. history of the NBA. Crazy. And then now he's moved to the Clippers, but this is where the story and the... Yeah, this the where winning it ramps up. and the impact, all that stuff is ends. We're in the middle of the book, basically. And this is where Scotty has the advantage. Is that Kawhi hasn't hasn't done that much yet, but now he's going to go up against a loaded Western Conference, another potential LeBron showdown with Anthony Davis, one of the best players in the league. If he's able to take those dudes down in the playoff series and then win the title again, three rings on three different teams then we got to start talking about comparing him with michael jordan not with scotty pippen exactly right but that's a big it hasn't if. happened yet that's a yeah. that's a loaded western conference lebron and ad are going to be murderous to get yeah. through the warriors are still there warriors are haven't still gone there. anywhere and then you got Giannis. you got the rockets you got the yeah, out, 76ers the exactly. celtics it's loaded yeah so so yeah Kawhi has done some of the craziest shit we've seen but he hasn't done a lot of it yeah, yet, 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 yet. And right. like we are both firmly of the belief that he will. Yes, I mean, we'll, we'll we touch on that, that the durability sure, yeah. Uh, yeah. criteria here. All right. So why don't we get stuck into the scoring? We've 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 told the story. Yeah. Shall shall we start at scoring for yeah, the category first number category? one scoring? Now we must ensure <laughs> we're scoring this based on their time. So we're not comparing Kawhi as a scorer to Scotty because that's too easy. We're comparing Scotty as a scorer at that time and Kawhi as a scorer at this time. Mm. Who is the better of the two? I mean, Kawhi it's wins. It's still Kawhi. Kawhi this this <laughs> yeah. is probably be the one that Kawhi wins hands down. Yeah. Like, his one-on-one yeah, ability yeah, he's, he's to a get robot. a bucket. He's a robot. Yeah. I've said it before. The way that he's able to get to a spot... It's mechanical. He's so strong. Yeah, like, it's it's... It does not matter what's in his way. It doesn't matter where they're standing. doesn't matter if there's hands in his face, multiple yeah. guys. Mm. I'm getting to my spot and I'm scoring and you guys might as well be invisible. Exactly. I'm I a know. robot. The way that he shoots, it, it literally it looks like there's no one anywhere near him. Yes. And as good as Scotty was as a scorer, he wasn't a robot. Yeah, and he wasn't He wasn't necessarily an off-the-dribble, um, off-the-bounce type of scorer. He had elements of that to his game, but it wasn't in, like... In, in that season when, um, when Jordan did yeah. leave... This is an interesting one. It's probably the only season we could really use 
for this exercise. Mm. But um, as we said, his shooting went up, his efficiency went up, his scoring went up, and it was off the back of A, shooting. It was almost like he figured out the mold before he figured out the mold. He started shooting threes, which opened up the floor for yeah. him, and as a result, he attacked the rim. Mm. He got free throws after free... Watch I'm not you... calling him James Harden, but oh god no, please don't do that. He, he, fi- he figured out <laughs> he figured out by me shooting threes, I open yeah. up the floor, oh, which what... is ahead of his time. Mm. And watching Scotty attack the rim in uh, old YouTube Fearless. clips is yeah. so much fun. He rips that shit oh, down like he's, he's... It, it, like it robbed him. <laughs> he has far more people in body bags than Kawhi does. Would yeah. be would be uh, my assessment of his dunking ability. But so Kawhi gets a ten. Kawhi gets a ten. I would give Scotty a. Seven in this exercise. Yeah, I was worried you were going to go higher. I thought about it. <laughs> yeah, I just saw you. I saw you thinking eight. And I was like, you can't get eight here. Yeah, I'm going seven. Mm, still seems higher to me, but seven because at the time there just wasn't guys that could shoot like yep. that and, and think, that could yeah, hit the there, rim. And... There, there's proof in the pudding. Michael Jordan wasn't there. He still averaged over 20 points a game. And Michael Jordan never shot like Scotty shot. Yeah. He was never that three-point threat like he is. Yeah. So I think, yep, seven's fair. All right. So 10-7. You, you jotting this down? Oh, no. Because <laughs> I'm not. All right, let me jot it down. Defense. Now, this one's tough. How the hell <laughs> to, to, like, they were both... Do you, do you know what? I think I may even lean towards Scotty in this one. I mean... Scotty, I think, if I'm not wrong, was a 10 or 11-time NBA all-defense team member in a time when defense was by far the firmest it has been in the NBA's history. Defense now isn't like it was then. No. And he was the best then. He was the best defender in the best time. Why is the best defender this is, now? This is this is this is the tricky. This is the toughest one, I think. So, eight straight first team all defensive teams. Yeah, like, are you hearing that? Eight straight in eight the nineties. First team plus two on either end of his first year and his last year. So it's ten straight all defense teams. Ten straight. That's not ten all up. That's <laughs> every single year for ten years he made the first team or the second team. Absurd. But Kawhi Leonard has defensive player of the year. On his belt. Two of them, I think. I, I think Scotty does as well. He doesn't. Not one. No. Interesting. Yeah. So that's... And then we just talked about how Kawhi was the LeBron... Peak LeBron stopper. That's true. But... But... But what? It's not like Scott, Scotty wasn't stopping guys on the way to those titles as well. Oh, I'm not... They had to shut down the bad boy Pistons, which had never been shut down up until that point. 100%. And he did. He had to shut down the Carl Malone, John Stockton pick and roll, and he did. <laughs> he did, and I'm with you. I'm just pointing out some other facts on the other side <laughs> of the fence here. This is why this is going to be the most difficult one, because Kawhi also shut down Giannis on Tedekumpo. Yeah, he did. That being said, I think because of Scotty's just Longevity. bulk of work, yeah. and as we said, 10 straight. Maybe this will be tight, but I'm still giving it to Scotty. So, Scotty 10, Kawhi's Kawhi getting 9. nine. Yeah. Yeah. You can't. Oh. Yeah, that's fair though. I'll I'll cop that. Yeah, that's yeah, that's fine. For as good as Kawhi is, and he is, he's the LeBron stopper. We just said that he stopped the Warriors from getting clean looks, all that kind of stuff. Scotty just did it 
for longer in a tougher time. So I'm edging him this one. Yeah, I think that's right. 10-9. Ten, 10-9. Nine. Ten, nine. You can't I mean you can't give Kawhi less than a 9 on defense. It's no, just you can't. Not possible. No. That's okay. a, that's about as close to a draw as we'll get. I think. Yeah, oh, 100%. Okay, now durability. Durability has to be Oh, it's not even close this one. It's got to be Scotty. Scotty barely missed a game in his career. Although until later on. Yeah, like after those Jordan years, once he like did retire yeah. for the Bulls. Um Scotty didn't he wasn't quite the same. He did have a couple yes. of niggling injuries and whatnot. He but, never took off a full season. But let me here, here we go. So and Scotty played forty six minutes a game. Yeah. So so f- Scotty from his rookie season through the so age twenty two through thirty one, so nine straight years, he did not play a season with less than seventy two games. Mm-hmm. He played eighty two games four times, seventy nine times, twice, seventy seven, all of which playing mostly thirty eight minutes a game. Yeah, that is absurd. And then yeah. he didn't. No then, one, no one in the league yeah. nowadays plays thirty eight minutes. And then a he game. dropped off, and he had two injured seasons of forty four and fifty. But then he played eighty two games again at age thirty four. 64, 62, 64. Had three years of college. Yeah, all that. like, <clears throat> oh, it's not even close. I mean, so Kawhi Leonard. Oh, we don't. We don't even have to look. We know yeah. that. Like, the most, that's why yeah. he ended up on the Raptors. The most he's ever played was seventy-four. There you go. He played, right. Yeah, and and yeah. So what are we doing here? This is this is this is cut and dry here. Scotty Scotty's 10. ten. What's Kawhi? Six, seven. I, th- I think it's just a five. Five is that's harsh. He missed up, up until that year he missed. He hadn't missed much. Okay, let me check this out again. <clears throat> and last year, oh, he was load managing. Yeah, you know what? He load managed six, this six. year. We'll six. Call it six. Okay. All right. Six. Oh, six. Okay. All right. I've just messed this list up here. I don't think Scotty Pippen ever load managed. Load managing wasn't no, a thing. No, that's not a thing. You got called all sorts of terrible names if you load managed back in the nineties. <laughs> Exactly. And I don't think he was having a bar of that. God, no. <clears throat> Sorry. Okay. So what is next here? We've got historical impact and significance. This was always going to be the toughest one to score because the present day players haven't retired yet. So their impact is difficult. It's tricky to, to quantify. It's difficult to quantify. Not always impossible because there are present players today which unquestionably have changed the game and we know that. Mm. And you could definitely say Kawhi has done that. I mean, like, everyone wants a long three-point shooting robot yeah. on the wing. No, I mean, but yeah, I mean, that's always been true. That's always been true as well. But I, I don't know. I guess, no, like... I, I, don't, I don't think this is close at all. You think it's Scotty? Oh, like, I, I think Kawhi is historically significant he, because he's obviously, as you said, took out LeBron, took out the Warriors, but... Scotty Pippen is part of the greatest team and run of all time. Yeah. He's tied to the greatest player of all time. Scotty Pippen and Michael Jordan are just like... Spaghetti and meatballs. Exactly. Peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> VB and a snag. <laughs> Can't go wrong with those two. No. So, and then Kawhi again. But yes, we're docking him for his short kind of span here, but that's just the nature of the way that this competition works because we're doing it right now. Mm. Um, so to me, Pippen ten, Kawhi. He's bearing in mind he has taken down the two yeah. most significant teams other than Scotty Pippen's team himself. I think it's a seven. 
It's a seven. I, I think you're right. I think it's a seven. However, seven's if, high. If he were to win the league this year, I'm revisiting that. Yeah, nine. <laughs> we'll, yeah, yeah, we'll bump yeah. that. That would be up to a nine. Yeah. But I'm not sure if maybe we, even more. Yeah, if he was able, if he wins this year, then he might because he, is he become, winning three rings on three teams is. I don't think mm. that's ever been done. Back-to-back finals MVPs, potentially. Yeah, that that would change my opinion. Mm. But currently... I don't know. I, I think I would still lean Pippen after next year, but it would be it would be, it would be a 10-9 regardless of how you... Yeah. How I, I mean, I guess if it weren't for Pippen, who would Scotty have modelled his game off? Like, oh. that's the... that's the, Well, I not modelled his game off, but like Pippen is the, the prototype. Mm. If you're a long wing who can defend and shoot, you're trying to be Scotty Pippen. Basically, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, he's one of, if not the best. Uh, uh, LeBron's probably the best small forward. One yeah. of the best small forwards of all time. Yeah, oh, without a doubt. Ten, seven. You reckon? That's what I reckon. What do you reckon? Yeah, ten, seven. Ten, seven. Ten, seven. seven now. So seven's a good. Seven's yeah. a good number. And we, we, get, can, we, we like we can only do now because it is now. We, did, we, yeah. we don't have a time machine yet. Hardware. It's not even close. Yeah, this is Scotty. But. Kawhi's racking it up, man. Two Defensive Player of the Years. Two Finals MVPs. MVPs. That's something Scotty never got. No. But 10 straight uh, all-defense teams, eight-time All-Star. How many times has Kawhi been Defensive Player of the Year? Twice? Twice. Two Finals MVPs, three all-defensive first teams, two second teams, but only two All-Star appearances couple of all NBA, two all NBAs. I don't, I don't count the all star appearances against him too badly because wow. at the Spurs, Spurs fans only voted Tim Duncan. Mate, this is the hardware category. Yeah, it is. Eight time all star Scotty Pippen. Uh, well, like, because it is the hardware category and we are counting, yeah. Scotty wins. Yeah. This, this, this is yeah. a tricky one for Kawhi because he, he can't keep up yet. Yeah. And Scotty has six rings. Yeah. So Scotty gets the 10, but. I do think uh, Kawhi's finals MVPs edges him in a way that Scotty can't touch. Okay. So I'm going to give Kawhi an eight here. I was thinking eight. Yeah, the two finals MVPs. Yeah, and as as we said for the last one, if he were to win the league and finals mm. MVP this year, mm. then where this gets thrown tricky. on its head. <laughs> but eight, eight for now, I think. Eight for now. This is another tricky one. Probably should have done this one earlier, but intangibles. Scotty. Yeah, I mean, I think Scotty's besides that one instance you referenced earlier in the Knicks series about him having a tantrum about yeah. the last shot. Yeah, well, Scott, uh, Kawhi sat down for a season. Like, so. oh. <laughs> but the, that's the, the tricky one with Kawhi is that we don't know what that was, what the reason was. We think it was because he was injured, depending on who you ask, how much do you believe it was actual injury versus I just wanted to get out of it. I, I believe him. I believe him. He seems he doesn't seem like the kind of character that... He doesn't seem like any character. Yeah, but that's what I mean. He like he doesn't seem like a liar. He just seems like someone that feels very strongly about the things he feels strongly about, and he must have felt strongly about that injury. Yeah. And the Spurs must not have. And I mean, look, he came out and did what he did this year. So how can you really fault him for yeah for thinking that? Yeah. So, but I think it's really difficult to quantify intangibles to begin with, but more Kawhi's intangibles because he doesn't. He's not a super vocal dude. You, like, you don't hear a lot of stories about, oh, man, Kawhi like, took him under his wing. Da, 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 da. Yeah, that's the thing. Kawhi's the silent assassin. He yeah. doesn't say anything, he'll kill you. Mm. But 
that's where Scotty's intangibles were so strong because yeah. he did have to be the second guy. Then he had to become the guy, which he did, mm-hmm. other than that one brain snap, but I'm not going to read too much into that. I agree. And then Michael back. Jordan came back, but he, he continued being a leader. Like People weren't just going to listen to Michael's orders coming straight back from baseball. Scotty had to lay the law as well, and he did, and they won rings. He went to another team with Charles Barkley and Hakeem, who are two of the best players ever. He gave them leadership, gave them intangibles, went back in scoring to be more of a playmaker defender. I think I'm I'm edging Scotty in intangibles. Yeah, he, I, the, he made a his career was successful because of his intangibles. He's he's a notoriously fantastic teammate. Like, yeah, it's just and I don't I don't I don't want to dock wide too much because I, I don't really know, but Pippen ten. I'm gonna go. Kawhi 9. Kawhi 9? Because he did win that first Spurs title Plains purely role. with intent. Like, they mm. told him, this is your job, mm. go do it. And he went and did it. The so, hardest job you could imagine. And then he picked this uh, Raptors team on his shoulders and, like, mm. just silently got on with it. It's he true. must have given silent leadership because they all stepped up. It's true. And they all seem to love him. Yeah. I'm going nine. All right. I was going to go lower. I was going to go well lower, but you've convinced me otherwise. <laughs> I just find it so hard because you don't hear any... Nine. Fine. Fine. <laughs> nine it is. Nine. All right. Anyway. Swag. Oh, fuck. I hope it doesn't come down to swag. <laughs> <laughs> we might... Yeah, we might have to... <laughs> White swag lower a bit. <laughs> Who knows? Um, or maybe we'll do the final count and then we'll do the final count with swag included. Yeah, yeah, I think that's probably smart. <laughs> um, swag, Scotty. Like this is. Yeah, I mean, swag he's got like Scotty. five different baby mamas. mamas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it's, what is swag? That's, that's a more ex- existential question we might need to answer at a later date. But notorious trash talker, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Why doesn't court. say shit? He's a bit yeah. of a fun guy, and that's it. Oh well, he made a he made a late run in the swag ranks, like you know the whole I'm a fun guy with his <laughs> jokes, and then he had oh, that. Although I will give it to him, Kawhi's silent killing yeah. is pretty swag. Yeah, when people or when we hear the story about bored man gets paid, yeah, like that that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, and then pretty- and then we got the the meme slash gif of him, what looks like he's rolling uh, blunt in the back seat of a car with Sergi Barker, and. Not that I know what rolling a blunt looks like, but, you know, from other yeah, internet yeah. I've things. I've seen movies. I've seen movies, you know? And then, yeah, Kawhi just looks up and goes, what to do, baby? <laughs> and that became a thing for a whole summer. That was awesome. You're he, right. He's made a late run, but, like, yeah. we can't. Uh, yeah. Scotty Pippen. Scotty all day. Like, people he, try and be Scotty Pippen. Yeah, no one's yeah, trying you just to watch him. He's got the diamond earring, the whole yeah. thing. It's fucking great. I'm going 10-7. Uh, yeah, 10 is probably the right answer. All right. So final count. 67 for Scotty, 56 for Kawhi. That's inclusive of swag. That's inclusive of swag. So regardless, Scotty's got this one. Uh, uh, You know what? I think the scoring works. I think the scoring works too. (laughs) I'm happy with that. That's (laughs) roughly what I thought it would be. Yeah, I I think think that's reflective of Scotty is an all-time legend. Kawhi's on his way to being a top 30 all-time legend. I don't think he's quite where Scotty is yet. But... Should we revisit this if if he were to win the title, it would be a lot tighter. I think if we were to revisit this in after the end of Kawhi's career, I think there's a very good chance that Kawhi yeah, has yeah. leapfrogged him. But that's why we play this game. Today is today. <laughs> today is today. That's we can we only got. do what we've seen. Exactly. Oh, that was great. I think that worked well. And our backdoor cut conclusive mm. winner is Scotty Pippen. What are we gonna call this analytics system? The BDC? 
You know, it's like yeah, 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 yeah. BPM. That's good. The yeah, BDC. The BDC. What's his BDC rating? Sixty-seven. Sixty-seven. Yeah, it's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's a that's a <laughs> good, good fucking rating. Good <laughs> Sounds like you lost one category. <laughs> um, uh, all right. That was great. On that note, you've been tuned into Backdoor Cut. Please let us know what you thought of that. We'd mm. love to hear your feedback. And if there's players you would like us to pit against one another, we had a lot of fun with that and we want to do more. My name is Josh DiMatteo, here with Jake Eisenberg. Follow us on Instagram at Backdoor Cut. Twitter at backdoor underscore cut. Jake's Twitter at Jake Eisenberg. You've been tuned in. Peace.